Maryland sports fans, there's only one sports book in the great state of Maryland with over 50 years experience booking bets and supporting customers. Betfred Sportsbook at Long Shots is now open and is the only sports book in Frederick offering cash betting on football, basketball, world soccer, and more. Visit the Betfred Sportsbook at I-270 and MD-85 in Frederick, right next to Longshot's Off-Track Betting. Go to BetfredSports.com for more information and your chance to win exclusive merchandise. Must be 21 or older. Play responsibly. For help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Without a healthy mind, being truly happy and at peace is hard. The good news is therapy works. But what is therapy exactly? It's whatever you want it to be. Maybe you're not feeling motivated right now and would like some tools to help. Or maybe you're feeling insecure in relationships or at work, not dealing well with stress. Whatever you need, it's time to stop being ashamed of normal human struggles and start feeling better because you deserve to be happy. And now you don't have to worry about finding an in-person therapist near you to help. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist so you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. Join the millions of people who are seeing what online therapy is really about. It's always a good time to invest in yourself because you are your greatest asset. And a special offer to I'ma Let You Finish listeners, you can get 10% off your first month of professional therapy at betterhelp.com slash I'ma let you, I-M-M-A-L-E-T-U. That's better, H-E-L-P dot com slash I'ma let you, I-M-M-A-L-E-T-U. Thanks again to BetterHelp for sponsoring this podcast. What's up, everybody? It's I'm Gonna Let You Finish podcast on the Pantheon Podcast Network, the number one music network in the world. It is your host, Courtney and Amy, and it is show 115. And yes, we too have been kicked out of Balthazar and invited back all in the span of 20 I've actually never been. Okay. <laughs> I, I, this is astounding. You've never been to Balthazar. No, how is that possible? Because that, that was, possible? no, there were so many the, things. Of, all, there were so many things in my life. Okay. First off. Nobody ever set up the lunch for you there? No. Like city crab. The, in the city had, crab. Oh, well. If you did anything with black, with black music department <laughs> in the nineties, early two thousands, city you crab have been to city and crab. blue grill mm-hmm. and blue grill <laughs> and Jezebel's. Remember Jezebel's? Jezebel's yes. used to be like and Mocha. Remember mm-hmm. Mocha? And, oh, I totally remember Mocha. I loved and, Mocha and Mecca. I used to love Mecca, Mecca. and Mocha. Oh, Mocha and Me- Mecca. <laughs> Mecca was great on Avenue A. That used to be the yeah, spot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All and the spots that music industry people and then Justin's for a little bit. When no, Pop I never Oak got the Justin's. Justin's. I never got that stuck was, at Justin's. But never been to Balthazar. I've only been to two McNally restaurants. Mm. He's forgiven him, by the way. He kicked I, out James. No, Moore. that's what I just said. In the span of twenty four hours, we've been banned and invited back. First of all. I cannot stand James Corden. Nobody can stand James Corden. There's something about him that, like, I just, I feel he's, his energy. And I'm like, he's I'm like, unctuous. You, from he's, the beginning, I was like, I don't think you're, uh, he's not that I funny. I see you. And, and, and I see you. Him. I feel like you're not 
a cool cat. Like I can sense that from the beginning, and he just gets under my. The Brits skin. hate him too. They want Ugh. he's one of those. They want to send him here. Nobody. I'm wants like, him. isn't his show over? Can't they take him back? We don't want him. No, he's leaving, isn't he? He's quitting. yeah. I thought the shit was already done. I guess bring back Craig enough. Ferguson. Oh, he was great. I loved Craig Ferguson. And he's the kind of guy I go for. You know, mm-hmm. the kind of falling apart former alcoholic drug addict. <laughs> you're well, like, that's so, you're like, you're hot. <laughs> that's my Colin Farrell, him. Uh, <laughs> that's my lane, baby. Everybody thinks, oh, Amy only dates black guys. Mm-hmm. So not true. <laughs> Give me a falling apart Irish guy. I'm like, woohoo. Though, uh, though, Craig, what's his face? It's not my lane is breathing. Are you breathing and sitting up? How you doing? That's my man. I have to say, he's like really funny. And then we'll go, all right, years ago, many years ago, Candace and I were coming back from Montauk. We were on the mm-hmm. Long Island River, and this guy starts talking to her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he says, hey, why don't you get off the next stop with me? I have a major credit card. and a, <laughs> I have a, a, a driver's license and a major credit card. <laughs> and I'm sitting across the aisle, like going – like biting my lip and she demures mm-hmm. and then leaves and we looked at each other and goes and that may be the greatest and worst pickup line mm-hmm. so whenever we meet somebody goes he's got a major credit card and a driver's <laughs> and me i would have been like well which card <laughs> right, exactly really diners club Is doesn't it, count you know what i'm saying i'm gonna need it to be at least capital Amex, one you know doesn't I mean? count exactly. <laughs> all right <laughs> Doesn't count. Sorry. At oils. <laughs> it's if like, don't can, come over here with that discover can, card, honey. We're really, not doing if that. If you today. can get the card in the Fulton Mall once you've been released from prison, it doesn't count. <laughs> At all. At all. At all. All right, Aretha. So evidently. <laughs> Aretha was serious a serious subject. We have to, all right. Let me put okay. my serious face. I'm going to be serious. I'm going to stop giggling. Oh, by the way, can we just say shout out yeah. again to Hugo Burnham? We love yeah. you, and that was yeah. so much fun. It was so. And much shout out fun. to the great Dolette McDonald, even though I put you in the wrong band at the wrong time, but I still think you're great. And thank you for listening. I love yeah. having new listeners. Yeah, Yay. yeah, 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 yeah. She's all iconic. Right, that voice is a lot of things, baby. Oh. Um, um, so. While our Congress is worried about the FBI, what they're actually doing is keeping files for 40 years on people like Aretha Franklin because she was supportive of, you know, civil rights and the civil rights movement. Black people. She was supportive of black people in general. (laughs) I mean, a 40-year file is in – is that what we're doing? Well, isn't really, it, don't they need? Don't they clear that stuff out after a while? I mean, you would think. Is she a great threat to the to the country, seeing as how she's been dead for five years? I mean, it's a mess. <laughs> or a long time. She's been mm-hmm. dead for a minute. Yeah, you know it that just reeks of the, it's It could be about like five years. Yeah, it yeah. feels like it's been. It, it, that the, you know, that's the old J. Edgar Hoover, stupid, you know, anyone who said anything, John Lennon, all these people. And eventually, you know, they they expunge it. And, and but it is ridiculous because, you know, she she had she was she came up in the black church at the time that the black church was the civil rights movement. So, Absolutely. yeah, big surprise, big surprise. She knew Martin Luther King. He right. was there for Sunday dinner. And she gave money and she would do concerts. It's so funny. It's 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 why I get really enraged at some of the stuff we're going to talk about in, in a couple of minutes. 
because there's been no form of protest that's ever been okay. So when I see my own people participating, you can think differently and you can have a different opinion. I am okay with that. But you joining in on on just treating Black protests and people fighting like it, for their rights as a game. I just, I just don't understand what you want to gain from that. What, what well, is you're the talking point? about? The FBI? I, I mean, no, the FBI. I'm talking. Yeah. I, it's, yeah. it's, I'm talking about people like Candace Owens and Kanye West oh, and all of that. Right, yeah. Like when you when you equate it to this kind of thing, like you're seeing how no form of protest has ever been okay. It's like you be you're surveilled for 40 years or you're attacked. All of these things. I just don't understand what is to gain by joining in on that. It's like you're. People are fighting for, for your freedoms too. It's like you're not some special magical blacks. You're the well, same as all the rest of us. Yeah, I mean that cuts party lines. But all right, speaking of magical blacks, your friend Beyonce. Why is it? Can I ask? Because I mean, and oh, look, I do think she's very, very. This woman seems there. It's every album, and I'm not saying this right said Fred thing is, but every album, every video, there's always. And obviously she's an easy target because she's got tons of money. But it seems like she's always embroiled in some sort of But she's not embroiled. No, somebody says something and then it's shot down. They don't ever okay. you you've not you can't really name it feels disgusting. This right said shit, Fred shit was disproven. Right. And they're, they're horrible credit, people by and the way. And they are they you notice when she says something, they had nothing else to say and she pulled out right. the receipts. The designer right. person misproven. She pulls right. out all the receipts and it's like, it turns out they kept trying to send you your last payment and you have problems with your banking account and getting, and they had to send you a hard check. So it just feels like, listen, I know from my time working with her and doing what I was doing, I can accept anything unsolicited. I wouldn't even listen to anything because of shit like this. And people would always try to send me stuff. I have to, don't send me. I'm not even opening your email. You will never any be reputable. Any nothing. reputable yep. artist does the same but thing. Less, as soon as you say open, then you're open yourself up. If you up send to something that's in an envelope, you can feel it. it. It's like it doesn't right. even get open because of this. Right. It's like I have watched every kind of frivolous lawsuit. I really hate. I loved our legal system, and I hate it at the same time when it comes to this weird way that you can just say something and sue. Doesn't have to be true, and I, I just. I think everybody's going crazy. I really do think everyone is going crazy. It's like the right said Fred guys, that was so weird. First of all, she didn't use your voice, again, in interpolation, but you're credited as songwriters, which means you're getting you're your make, money. You're, you're getting, getting your money, money, and the album is still top 10 around the world, streaming like crazy. You're getting, like, what is the point? Like, I just don't understand the point anymore. Everybody is acting so ugly on so many different fronts. It's super weird. And it used to be the artists, like, and I know you can attest to this. It used to be the artists usually kind of tried to support each other because they, they've been through a lot of the same struggles and fights and fighting with different stuff and music industry. But now it's like they're all just trying to one-up each other being horrible. It's like this latest stuff with Nicki Minaj and Lotto. I, you know, I never really thought of Nicki... You know, I'm not a huge Nicki Minaj fan, 
But I'm really watching her with every girl that comes up. And I'm like, why, she's, why, she's why, why is it always a fight? What is, what is, what is uh, happening? Because Well, first off, um, she kind of pulled the wool over everybody's eyes in the beginning. She's probably always been this woman. But in the beginning, she was really held up as a um, a new kind of, you know, she was female seen as sort of a feminine yeah. woman. Yeah. I mean, can it just be as simple as she's not a nice person? It can be but, as simple as that. And it's easier. It's e- Okay. It's easier to go after another woman because the media and men love to see women fight. If she went after a male artist because she's... She's never compared to male artists. She's only compared to women artists. So what's she going to do? Like attack, I don't know, Big Sean. I'm just thinking, pulling out a name. So she has to go after a Yeah, but these women don't owe her anything. Listen, and I keep hearing people say Nikki Open I don't like her as a person. But you know what I find interesting when I keep hearing this argument that she opened doors and all this. And I'm like, no, wait a minute. Like for who? Are we going to act like Missy Elliott doesn't have six platinum albums and huge worldwide hits and huge iconic videos that are still copied to this day? Are we going to act like Queen Latifah wasn't out? Shit, she had a song called Fucking Ladies First. She wasn't repping for women and being a strong woman in rap in the 90s and MC Light. And they had hit records. You know what, the, well, Mick, Nikki's had huge hit records. Yes, she has had hit records, but she's not the first to have hit records. Queen no. Of, yeah, she's had big records, but for, for being a woman standing out there, yes. Do I think she bust the door open and maybe in a pop way? Maybe. But no. I'm sorry. I look at Missy Elliott, and to me, Missy Elliott did that. Yeah, but Missy, I mean, you know, okay, I used to write for hip hop magazines, and Missy Elliott was going to have a huge release, and they wouldn't put her on the cover because she's not fuckable. Okay, so that's what it comes down to. She's Nikki is seen as hot. Little Kim was seen as hot. Queen Latifah not seen as hot, even though she's beautiful. You know, so it's look. Nikki Minaj is problematic. She's always been problematic. She goes after the new flavor. She's a woman in her forties. She's feeling the heat. It's tick 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 on her career in terms of stuff. She has worked with very problematic men. She was working with Takashi at the height of his horribleness. She's married to a man who has not been, if not credibly accused, and incarcerated for sexual um, crimes. Right. Well, Not allegedly, reg- yeah, for it's, real. It's yeah, he's a he's a register. That's why he got into he's trouble in re- California because he right. had registered. She has targeted Cardi B, who is also not a saint, but Cardi B sticks up for women and sticks up for people in general. So Nikki is just kind of a bitch, you know, who made some good records and and that's it. And she's feeling the heat because there can only be one woman rapper. There could be a million guys with tattoos all over their face mumbling their way through the same song and the same track, but there could only so be right one, now. People maybe love two. the city girls. People love Lada. I think there's a bunch of No, but of there's women. usually, you can't have, there's always, you can't have too many of them. You can't have too many of them. Right. So, or there's a think piece then, or then it becomes a think piece about the new women. It's, it's absolute nonsense. And Nikki is just... You know, she's she's just doesn't appear to be a nice person. And the way she weaponizes her fan base is appalling to me. 
Yeah, I don't because, like that. Because people, like this is a real world where people will do stupid stuff because somebody famous told them to do it. And two I mean, women can have rap careers at the same time. It is well, okay. And I don't believe that anybody has to come to one artist almost like you're, the, you're not the gatekeeper of hip hop. It's okay. You know what I mean? It's like people don't have to come to you. It's just, I just don't understand why. I always, I used to think of her as a girl who's fighting for the girls, and I know she's been through a lot dealing with a very male, predominantly uh, dominated field and male executives in the field. But I just don't understand why every time I hear your name with another female, it just always seems to be because maybe she's that she's just that woman. Maybe she's just that woman. You know, maybe she's just someone who has decided to instead of working against a system that tried to put her down, she's decided to prevent anybody else from having a share of success. And that is something I keep saying this, and it's something that's ingrained in women from the beginning. We are trained, whether we know it or not, mm-hmm. to be competitive. You know, why is it that women get mad at the woman having the affair with her husband and not the husband? Oh my God, that's always so crazy to me. I'm like, like, why are you mad at her? Fighting her, her <laughs> and you want him back? It's like, right. he's a fucking cheater. He's an idiot. So, I, I mean, like I said, I mean, I, I think the Nikki, the Nikki thing is is just problematic because this is, seems to be her pattern. In the last 10 years, her pattern seems to be, she used to be very kind of girl power, remember? Mm-hmm. And now, but now there's other women who are viable artists. And I think she's feeling the heat. She's 40 years old. That's in a woman. Name me a, a, a woman hip hop artist that is has a viable career in their forties. None. Viable rap career. Not a not Latifah is a, a an actress. MC Light does voiceovers. I can't think of any. Missy is comes and goes and comes and goes, but it's not actively. So she's right. you know. She's, but I mean, that's hard. Who, which of the males have a, has a viable? Oh, I don't know. Jay Z, Nas. Should but, I go? I mean, you know. Well, is it, well Jay Z hasn't put out a record in a long time. He's not really an active artist anymore. And, you know, Nas has put out these records, but are you calling them viable? Yes, they got a lot of press because people love him. And he's on these tours that older people go see. But to me, viable is. Are the young kids who are still in the hip hop club seeing it? Are they still playing these records? No, in I don't the think that means viable. Viable things? means that you're still because anybody can put out a record. Serious. But anybody you know? can put out a record, you know. No, I mean, but the viable in the sense that you're still where people are still interested in what you have to say. I can guarantee you, if Wu Tang Wu Tang mm-hmm. is touring and it's doing very well, Nas is right. touring it. That's what I mean. LL, if LL put out a record tomorrow, he would still be taken much more seriously. As seriously, because he's got the gravitas. That, if Latifah you know, put out are, a record tomorrow, she'd be taken seriously. Who? She's a Latifah. She's a big star. If Latifah put out an if album If people tomorrow, remember that, yeah, that she's a rapper, though. The sad thing is that so many people under the age of 40 don't even realize that she's a rapper, which is just so pathetic, you know, but... Yeah, I just think that, you know, there are Her records rules. still hold up too. If you go Her back records and totally to the, hold if up. If you go back and listen to those Latifah albums, they still That first hold album up. hold up. There's not yeah, one she track was on it. No, she was badass when she came on. No, she was scene, badass it was and like, and and 18 I remember interviewing her of that first single mm-hmm. and going up to Tommy Boy when it was on 91st and 1st. <laughs> 
in like Tom Silverman's house mm-hmm. or right. office. Right. And I remember meeting Latifah and I remember this so distinctly walking away going, holy shit, that girl is going to take over the yeah, world. Yeah, she had, she had that energy that was very- She had it from the beginning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She was focused. From the beginning, mm-hmm. you know, very confident, very- and especially to be that young. No, no, no. She, she at, at any given moment, I think if she wanted to, she could like, dro- men would drop dead if she Listen, started spitting. Salt and pepper's still out there. Oh, yeah. You know, they're yeah. still out there. You know, I love salt and pepper. I've I do too. I salt and pepper. I do too. I'll take your man is my shit. The showstopper love- is great, but I'll take your man and tramp those, that no, first album, those early too. records are my shit. I love them. Yep. They are great. Yeah. All right. Um, did the Yankees? Now we're taping okay. this on a Tuesday. Did they play last night? Or was no, it was a rain one. delay. It, it, there was a rain delay, and then from seven, and they didn't announce to nine forty-five that the game was being postponed. <laughs> so people until, are sitting in the Bronx people, freezing, right? <laughs> people are upset and turned all the way out, and yeah. they postponed it. And now the game is today at four oh seven. To make sure it doesn't rain. <laughs> to make sure it doesn't rain. Okay, I mean, so this is the deciding game, right? Between the, I'm so disappointed because it's like, why are we even in this? Why we should already be moved on? It's like you, the Yankees were in the number one position all year until the end, and then they fell apart right at, at playoff time. Same thing with the Mets. The Mets were number one all season. They gave every Met fan, every boy and girls, and everything in between from Queens the hope. Okay, we might have a year they're doing really well. Then at the end of the season, they completely fell apart. Well, but that's why you know, they always say the postseason is not the season. It's a completely different. It's a completely you know. different animal. But I know what you are excited about because you know what starts tonight. Um, my our our 162 game of disappointment. Oh no, yes. they don't play 162 games. <laughs> no, no, they play. No, they play a lot of games. It's fucking 162 days of disappointment. Wait, hold on. I'm going to tell you how many games in the season. It's a lot. How many games in? <laughs> Would a woodchuck chuck and a woodchuck chuck? NBA season. An NBA season is 82 games. No. I guess. When did? Yes, yeah, 82 games. All right. So 82 days of disappointment. Now, the the guys, our team, our lovely New York Knicks. Our lovely they, New York Knicks. They go kick New off, York, they kick York, off tomorrow versus the Grizzlies, so they don't play tonight. Really but stupid. I'm, very but, stupid name. But, very but stupid I'm, name for a team. <laughs> it's a stupid name. Say what you will about the Knicks. We might stink up the joint from time mm-hmm, to time, but mm-hmm. we have a good, old-fashioned, traditional, good name that has an actual connection to the city they are from. Mm-hmm. That's all I want to well, say. Well, maybe they have that. grizzly bears in Memphis. Oh, yeah. Tons of them. Grizzlies <laughs> everywhere. Aren't yeah. there like mountains over there or something? It's in like- Memphis? <laughs> Courtney. Yeah. I've, I've been to Nashville. I haven't been to Memphis. There are no. Okay. I haven't been to Tennessee in a very long time. Well, I've been I, to like the Appalachian Mountains. And- there are no grizzly bears walking the streets of Memphis. There's Mark Cohen is walking Memphis, <laughs> and the ghost of Elvis is walking. There are I no. Mean, are you sure? 
I don't have never seen a grizzly bear in, in Memphis. And the last time I was in Memphis, I was probably drunk and I Listen, saw no grizzly. I went to my friend Raquel's house in Jersey and I And there were I grizzly saw, bears? I, no, oh, they're I, bear bears. Well, they're well, bear I bears. I swear I saw an elk. She said it was a deer, no, but saw- I've, I've never seen a deer that size. I'm like, that was an elk. She's like, there are no elks in New Jersey. I'm like, that was an elk. If that was not an elk, that was the biggest fucking deer I've ever seen in my life. Well, so there okay. could be grizzlies in the mountains of Memphis. <laughs> Okay. Dream on. But <laughs> speaking of our connects, mm-hmm. you know, I do love my, there's a great documentary on HBO Max about uh, Lynn Sanity. I need to watch it. I have no, it. And I it's only half an hour. Yeah, it's yeah. only half an hour long. Oh. So it's perfect well, for you Well, that's how long Lynn Sanity was, so I'm sure. Right. It no, but it, it focuses on that game where he yeah. played Kobe and he got 38 points. Yeah. And it is mm-hmm. a great documentary, but it it's a very- a great moment in the city when that was happening. It is a people great were, moment in the city. So, we were so hyped No, that was a great moment in the city. Asian community of New York. Well, was that's what really the film is mainly about. Really because all the talking heads in it are Asian it Americans, and they talk about that this was what the first meant. time, yeah. even more than Yao Ming, because this right. was an American Asian. This was the first yeah. time that American Asians could look and go, "Oh, look, we're not just the math nerd. We right. can kick ass on." No, it's a great. It's really fun. It's a really great documentary. And he was in New um, York. You know what I mean? He was in uh, a New York team. He was on the Knicks, and that. I've just killed. There was so much excitement around. There was Lynn Sanity. As soon Mm -hmm. as you get a nickname, as soon as the as soon as the tabloids in New York give you a nickname, you're in. And then, as usual, the Knicks ruin it and trade the person away because that's what. Who did they trade him for? Who did they? But he didn't do great anywhere else, though. Who did they trade? Is he? He's not but playing I, still, right? He, He's retired. He was. He was. He playing was playing up until recently. I believe. Hold on, while we figure that out, I will look it up. <laughs> Google it. <laughs> I was a big fan, though. I gotta say, I was a big fan of the unicorn, though. Yeah, I did enjoy. Oh, the did unicorn. you like the unicorn? Yeah, I like Let's the unicorn. See. Okay, so right now he's playing overseas. So he is still playing, but he's playing overseas. He's doing the. Michael so, oh, Ray his Ray. last team in the in the uh, NBA. And the NBA was, he was on the Toronto Raptors in 2019. All right. So, but he looks, I got to say, he looks Mm -hmm. really cute in this too. Mm -hmm. He's cute. Um, It's a great, it's a really great documentary. It's a really great documentary. Um, And it's a half an hour. No, these kids, listen, some of these kids, you see them, they look like, they look very rich. They look very well taken care no, of. No, no, no. He doesn't. He looks no, like. No, but he I looks just like the kind of Asian. Yeah. Just very well preserved. Like, you oh, know, he's very, still young crying no, out loud. But, yes, yes. But you can always tell when someone has money. Like, I just, you see that on them, right? It's just, even in the casualness, it is a difference. No, he, like, look, he just looks like a cool Asian. He looks like one of those with cool. With money. He does. He looks like a guy who's living good. good. But his backstory is really not a bad thing. No, no, no. But his backstory is really interesting, and Mm. and you know, um, yeah, it's a great movie though. It's a great movie. Um, Like all of us, none of us watch Saturday Night Live in real time. But Megan The Stallion. Now, Megan The Stallion, I think, is a woman who has been persecuted by the men in hip hop. I think mm-hmm. she is treated like absolute garbage. Mm-hmm. The absolute women, garbage. Some of the women aren't too great to either. It's really weird. I don't understand this. Like, what does she do so wrong that suddenly everybody wants to turn she aired dirty laundry. Because she aired dirty laundry. Uh, but because she didn't. The guy did. 
No, and she had the audacity to, to finally say, answer back and me. say, "Yeah, you know what I mean." It's like after all of the lies keep being spread, and everybody's lying, lying, and lying, and lying, and lying, and and. This well, really I mean, I me keep telling, I, I, you know, welcome to the 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 perversity of what society does to women. But she hosted and performed on SNL. Um, she did not appear to be lip syncing, which I know drives us both crazy with rappers because they're like, Jesus Christ, you have one job here, and that's to talk over a beat. <laughs> But it was very, she was very funny. I thought she was very funny. It's like the yell rappers. Yeah. Have you ever gone to a concert where it's like, why are you yelling in the mic? I know. You have it's one like- job. Your job is to use your voice. Why are you yelling right. your lyrics? I don't think they know that the mic is amplified. <laughs> that, it, that you can it's speak amplified. into it and we'll be able to hear it, you. No, yeah, listen. It's like you don't do have I to think, scream. But she was I, good. She do I think the show was the funniest? No, I but I don't think the show's been super funny in a long time. But I actually felt like she did really well. She did. And well. I and I enjoyed her performances. Yeah. And it was and she is going to be taking some time off cuz she had a her house was burglarized while she was in New York. She's been through a lot of it? shit. She's been through a lot of shit. Her She's mom died recently. Yeah. The yeah. song was very But she I like her. I'm not yeah. a huge fan of her music. I think it's good, but I like her. I yeah, think I like that too. she's smart. I think she's um, she speaks her mind. She seems like a cool chick, and I like that about her. Right. And I think that she just she 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 does the work. She's outspoken. She supports women. Um, I like her. I think she's very very cool. Um, yeah, I think she's cool. Um, all right. So. <laughs> so <laughs> So I guess in South Korea, there's mandatory conscript- conscription. Un- you know, you have to go to the army. Okay, fine. Mm-hmm. So BTS has been putting this off as long as humanly possible. Like, <laughs> no, wait, no, no. We just want to do one more album. No, no, wait, wait. All right. So now that they're 29 years old or whatever, they're like, okay, bitches, you have All to right. be in the army. So this is basically the end of their career. I mean, this no, is this it. is done because, like, they're done. Here's here's the thing about the boy band, and I think you know this. You go on your run. Right. But you can't take a long break. A long break is the end of that because this is about the girls having your posters, all of their thing falling in love. Two to three years is someone else has come in, they're taking that place. Then you try to come back together and everybody's 30 something. Now, unless you're, say, a group like Take That, who in the UK were huge, have come back as grown men, but they, and they have different kinds of songs and they're still touring and they, they do their thing, right? But I, that's different. This seems like that fandom thing, like an sync those moments. And once you really break that, it's done. It's done. Well, also because there's literally 27 other bands whose names we can't remember. Right there's in, one that has a number like, one album right now. And I was like, who? Second, their second right. number one And record. I was like, I'm who? who? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm looking at them. I'm going, I, 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 first off, there's too many of them. There's a million they, guys in each group. The only black pink I know is the one who sang There You Go and Most Girls, the album before right. she was Get the Party I, Story. I, That's black I pink. <laughs> I can't, no. And and until one of these guys in these group dyes their hair, they all, yeah. But that doesn't matter because it's not for us. But no, they're done. This is done. Mm-hmm. This is not even Elvis in the army. This is done. Because mm-hmm. as soon as it's like if Menuda were to join the army, done. There's going to be mm-hmm. 9 million cute little kids coming behind you. So I hope mm-hmm. they made lots of money, BTS, and uh, don't get shot. 
I still can't name one song. Oh, butter. I can. Dynamite, okay. butter, oh. dynamite. You know dynamite. That's no. like duh, duh, all duh, night. Like you dynamite. What I liked it. Jermaine yeah. Jackson's dynamite. No, 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 no. He's also he also dynamite. has no, <laughs> no butter and dynamite, and that's okay. it. No, I idea. can't even okay. name a One Direction song. So I mean, you know, I, oh, I never listened. There's to them. the one that everybody. Um, that's the because I love you. That's why I love you. Or the, yeah. See, you could name that shit. <laughs> That's because I, I can sing it. I just can't name it. The reason why, it doesn't matter. I can only name one Take That song, and it was the only song that was popular in the in United the US, States. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, wow, this group is really good. What, they're over? Oh, okay. No. <laughs> but by the time they came out in the United States, that was albums in, done. too. You know what that I mean? That was done, but, yeah. But, but but that's that was, you know, we, we, we were weird with some of the groups that That is the gayest, hit, by yeah. the way. That's the gayest video ever done by um, alleged heterosexuals ever. Would you agree? <laughs> Back for good. Come on. Yeah. Is that the gay? I say this. I remember lots of hair. and Wet. Lots and, of, right, lots wet. of oh, water. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And lots of, I'm demi- lots of pulling a shirt open for no good reason. And you're sitting there going, I, I mean, they're the all good, super cute. But, but wasn't that the good time? Like, I love the 2000s and the late 90s video. Everybody always wanted to be wet. Everybody yeah. was always wet in the video. It was and the Herb Ritz And the guys always wanted to, like, it'd be randomly pulling the shirt Pulling shirt off. The girl yeah. would pull a shirt open for the guy yeah. and his chest it's, be all out it's, it's and there's the, water. Everybody <laughs> thought that they could get someone who could shoot videos like Matthew Ralston and Herb mm-hmm. Ritz, and they could mm-hmm. not. But, yeah, that was the, and I say this with affection, but that was possibly the gayest thing I've ever, <laughs> like, even Neil and Chris would go, that's too gay for us. <laughs> Way too gay. I don't know what's mm. happening there, and they're spinning and pretending mm. to play guitar, and then running in the water and dropping mm. to their knees. It's a great song, though. Back mm. for good. Great it's like song. It's a really good songs. song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's way too much going. I on. I miss wet videos where everybody's just like, I just <laughs> want to be wet, <laughs> and then I'm gonna look at the camera like it's always like the come hither into the wet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like oh, oh. <laughs> It's you've like, stepped oh, into my you've stepped like, into oh, my homoerotic I, spinning right. moment. I had no idea you were here. I didn't even know. <laughs> yeah, there was just a lot of like I get the feeling that they all said, here's a lot of weed, here's a lot of liquor. This is the only song we're gonna work in the United States. Go for it. No, their 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 <laughs> weed and liquor guy was Robbie Williams, and he oh, left yeah. after. Oh, I love fucking Robbie Williams. Listen, I uh, love no, not more than I do. Williams. Not more than I, I do. Robbie Williams. Who's do you posting? Have the new album? Who is posting Robbie Williams things? Do you, do, you have, do you have the new album? I've been listening. No, I'm gonna to the go new look. Album. I love him. Yeah, so. it's, oh, it's, it's him doing his old stuff with it, but, an orchestra. But but it sounds really good. It sounds Does really it? really. really yeah, it's it not American Songbook, is it? No, it's not really American Song. But you know he likes to be. He's very Mister. Let me entertain oh, you. I've been watching that. I Jewel love Tom- let me. No, he's let me the best. He's good. Yeah, yeah. huge regret that I never got to see him perform. He still they, performs, he, and we, you know he did that residency in Vegas that sold out, and people. No, I'm talking about back in the day oh, oh, back when in the he day. when they were first turning. I remember going on a. It wasn't really a date at that point, but it mm-hmm. might as well. What well, was? <laughs> <laughs> Here comes a story, kids. <laughs> Here comes a story. I was out 
in LA doing a story and I met up with this person who I knew lived out there and we mm. were, you know, we went out to dinner and I was sort of surprised that he didn't pay for the dinner because we sort of knew each other. And he mm. later told me that the reason he didn't pay for the dinner, and this should have been a red fucking flag right there, mm-hmm. was he knew I was on a per diem and he figured he wasn't going to get Ooh. any. So fuck it. <laughs> Work. <laughs> So rather but than I go- remember, but I remember Ra- the thing that I thought it was so great. Our conversation consisted of our love of the Knicks and Robbie Williams, and he was so impressed that mm-hmm. I loved the Knicks as much as I do. And Robbie not Williams. impressed enough to pull out his credit card. That not impressed enough to pull out a credit card. <laughs> and little did he know he could have gotten. I like, right. I was like, you could have gotten the trim, but instead you went. For I the had steak. a hotel on someone else's nickel. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Come on, you know. My, I'm not around my kid. Oh, but I digress. <laughs> All right. Oh, the red flags. The red flags. Oh my gosh. Hilarious. I know, it's ridiculous. All right. This is something I sort of don't really care about. And not being a homosexual, you know, models, I don't care. But go. It's but it's interesting. I just this like, is everybody should watch on YouTube uh the Supreme Models, which started out as an article, which ended up as a book. And now there is a six-part web series about the origins and the beginnings of Black fashion, high fashion and fashion models. And it's really it's really interesting how it's done. Each episode is about 24 minutes. They drop on Mondays on Vogue.com. And it's okay. really good conversations and, and uh, just talking about the different errors and the battles. And, you know, Beth Ann is in it. Iman is in Pat it. Pat Cleveland. My- Pat Cleveland. I love, I love her. I love her. I love her. I love. I feel like she would be our friend. I feel like she would be our friend. We need Pat Cleveland to come on this. I show. love her. Just so I could spend forty five minutes just being like, so I love you. And my next no, question really is to tell I've you how much I love I've always loved her. I've always loved like the the energy, as the kids say. She just there's something about her when she's on the runway, and she just like no, glides, amazing, and amazing. She twirls, you, and she does the yeah. pat, and she's still out there doing it. Not, you know what I mean? I mean, even if you're not like you know, like whatever, somebody who's like whatever with fashion, which I am not, but I'm just saying whatever. You look at her and go, this is like, it's like watching Michael Jordan. You know what I mean? It's and like, she seems like she has such a good a time and she's doing it, you know? So it's just a really good series. And, um, it's been really Patrick interesting. Patrick Kelly and is Pat, a lot of stuff with Patrick well, they, Kelly. No, because that Patrick Kelly is more of a you know he's a designer. So this really no, is but about, a lot of those women worked with him, didn't they? Yeah, or, but what the, what this story is really just it's it it's going through just about how they had to fight through castings and who was the first ones on certain magazines around the world doing certain things. It's just, it's giving a different perspective on fighting for equality and the, if there's one girl, black girl, there can't be more than one or then the seasons when there was just none because they were going through there was a backlash to the supermodel era where they, um, Designers started feeling like, well, we don't want to make the girls famous. They're becoming more famous in our clothes so that they just wanted a nondescript. It was just all skinny white women that looked the same down the runway. So it's really interesting. And, and I, it's been a fun watch. And I think that people should check it out. Especially Is if it Vogue fashion. US or Vogue UK? Vogue US. Okay. US. Cool. Right. Because um, you're like, Vogue US is doing something that's yeah, part on of black it. women. Well, are you sure? <laughs> yeah. Did you did you did you by mistake and, the BBC? And, and Miss Winter is in it. <laughs> uh. 
She's there, and Edward Innifel is in it. Yeah, I was going to say, he yeah. must be mm-hmm. in it, too. Mm-hmm. He was on Graham Norton the other night. I have to go back mm-hmm. and watch it. Um, mm-hmm. He's on it, and Colin Farrell, oh, I just love him so much. And yeah. uh, the, the other guy who's in the movie that's supposed to be really good that's coming out now by Mount Brendan, what's it, Brendan? He hosted, uh, he hosted SNL last week. Yeah, no, he's great. And he was in In Bruges, which is still one of my favorite movies. I just love that movie so much. But Colin mm-hmm. Farrell... Sigh. I loved him. Even though he probably comes up to my kneecaps, I have a feeling he's just like super short. That's hey, the vibe listen, I get. That makes no. he can reach kneecaps or he, no. he can reach your parts that count faster. No, so no, no. <laughs> he probably has a major credit card and a driver's mm-hmm. license. You know what too. I'm saying? The good card. The, the good, good one. I, the good I, bet, one that, I bet he has a. I bet he has a platinum card. Yeah, he's know. got the good one that could take you around the world. And I, 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 oh, I. I love him so much. <laughs> um, let, you want to talk about tracks, and then we'll go back to the thing that's. Um, you want to just talk briefly about tracks? Or you want to do in order as what we've got here? Well, you know the tracks thing is really interesting because that goes back to. When we did a show a while back about these small dance labels and how they basically, you know, you got a bunch of young people, everybody's doing these sort of singles deals and they have no publishing. And you realize that your song has been used and sampled and put on a million compilations and you've never been paid for and tracks records now. The, the, one of the founders died. There's a lawsuit with a co-founder uh, and a bunch of artists because they've never been paid any royalties, any anything, and have no ownership. And these are major. We should say that these are not just like Larry artists. Hurt. These are architects. Yeah, yeah. Marshall Jefferson. Yeah. These are architects of Marshall Chicago Jefferson, House. Who's like, I was never paid for the house music anthem "Move Your Body," and you're like, what? What? Yeah. <laughs> no, I saw that, and I'm like. Wait a minute. Because, okay, yeah, that is my era of going out. I remember when that song was new. I remember when we all just dance and dance and dance and dance. And if, then I think about the amount of compilations that I've gotten uh. from around the world that that song has been licensed on. Mm-hmm. And somebody has made millions upon millions and upon sampled, millions. sampled you and know licensed. What I mean? It's just crazy. Yeah, this that is why I left me. the music industry. People, when 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 folks ask me like, "Why don't you 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 know you worked in it for so many years? Why did you just leave so abruptly?" And I always say, it's really hard to continue to work someplace where you keep seeing people's dreams broken and st- people being stolen from and people signing bad deals. And it's like the the intention of someone to be like, "I'm going to." I know you want this opportunity and you write, I'm going to take everything from you. Like I understood Kalisa's anger. I thought it was misplaced at Beyonce, but I was like, you really should be mad at, at Pharrell and Hugo because, and I'm looking at them saying like, you had this girl, she's done three albums with you and she has no Excuse publishing me. on three albums. But I'm all, well, it's like, and it's like, you guys shared the same lawyer and, and manager kind of situation. And it's like you put something in front of somebody where you knew you were taking everything. Like, I just always try to wonder why is that okay that somebody should have everything? Well, it's not okay, but it's also, it is at this point in the game though, um, I think artists, 
the, the the tracks thing was happening you know you're dealing with it i mean what they did was horrible but you're also dealing with a very different era and a different genre at this point in the game every one of these not everyone it was the same but with Tommy Boy, artists, it was the same but, with strictly rhythm but, all of those but, labels right but you know coming up right that's back then black brown they've watched behind the music and they are hip to they are much more savvy because a lot of these artists today are more interested in being business people than they are in making music. Their music is a vehicle for it. Now I'm not talking, we're talking about, I'm talking about very specific, especially. Yes. And I believe in- you, except yeah. look at Megan Thee Stallion. She is fighting still that label that she signed in Houston because the deal, and she said, remember in the beginning, she was like, I'm a smart girl. I know everything I signed, signed that deal. And they have a lot of publishing, all this stuff on her. And she's fighting to get out of that. So I do right. think that people say, yes, I'm smart in business. But you are still dealing with sometimes people who are smarter and putting things in there and clauses and ways mm-hmm. where you are trapped and you're fighting to get your shit. Taylor Swift, who we see like in this latest deal that she did, she owns all of her stuff. But she's still having to re-record because even when her label was up for sale... She couldn't just buy her own music. You know, it's really fucked up. And then the rules to when she could actually re-record the music that she wrote are in place. So it's really hard to see that. And it's like... To, well, so her dad, once again, her, her dad well, let her down. Yeah. I mean, but I'm not defending what Scooter Braun thing. did. You, you say those things, but we don't know the intricacies of how that shit works. And for somebody right. who's worked on the inside and watched how deals work, because I worked at a label and on a management side, it is very tricky. And sometimes the people have the thing that you want and you're trying to get the thing that you want. You're trying to change your life in your circumstance. And as you know... It's not always easy to walk away because this could be your shot. You don't know right. if you get another shot. So you enter into these things, and it's just astounding to me that we still have people who are mm-hmm. sliding contracts in front of people right. that are this fucked up. It's right. kind of nuts, and well, I hate mar- it. The, well, I mean, the the like I said, like when I read when I read the article about tracks, I was like. Wait a minute. I thought it was going to be like Joe Schmo and, you know, some guy. Because remember I'm like, Larry oh, Heard and a bunch of people yeah, sued and like, they got and they finally got the rights to their music. Right. I thought that was done. And I'm like, oh, there's a it's whole deeper. other bunch of people. Who, this is right. really bad. Yeah, no, it's really bad. It's like, and it's, it, like it, it's like Dayla with Tommy Boy. And then we thought, okay, Faith Newman's company bought the catalog and we thought, hey, it's going to be great. And those records are still not out, which is saying that things right. aren't as easy and great as we thought, right? No. So Yeah. It was just astounding to see the level of A-list on this because you you would go, there is no house music without Marshall Jefferson full stop. You know, and it's All like, of those wow, records, okay. the foundations, and it's like for somebody to be like, these re- and, and let's be real, okay, everyone, especially those house records from back then, they did not cost. It's not like today where people spend. It did not cost a gazillion dollars to make that record. Right. There was no video for that record. There was no, no artist you put on the road. Marshall Jefferson is a remixer and a DJ. You know what right. I mean? It's like you find so a club and he, you and he made does a your spot. money pretty early on, and and the licensing around the world of that song is just. It's you know, you you look back and you're like. Greed is really something because, you know, there's somebody who's sitting back getting all of those checks. Isn't it screaming Rachel? It was the other. That's his wife. Yes. And she she was and she was an artist back in the day, sang on on records. She's the one who I believe controls 
the the catalog and everything. So I, I would like to see all of those wrongs righted and people really getting the rights to their work back and getting the the master rights to their work back because the motherfuckers who made their money, you've made your money a gazillion times over. You don't get to keep hostage somebody's work. And we really need to look at the copyright laws when it comes to music and ownership. And listen, I understand if you sign with the label and labels make investments, but there comes a point where everybody's made their money a lot of times over. The artist can't be the one out here fucking on the chitlin circuit while everybody else is still eating caviar on a boat. It's really fucked up. I don't, gee, I mean, maybe, you know, <laughs> that's why we need to get rid of the Republicans. I mean, the Democrats ain't doing nothing either. You know what I mean? Like, we need to get rid of all these old motherfuckers. We need term limits and new younger people because no, these say- younger. Not younger. Marjorie Taylor Greene was voted in as a younger person. Well, younger she had, doesn't make But she also better. had nobody who ran against her. So that was right. So she basically walked in because no one wanted the job. It's like being the mayor of New York. No one wanted to. Eric Adams got this job because no one wants to be the mayor. The person who really wants it the baddest always gets the job because well, there were people who wanted to be mayor. They were just unfortunately women. They were just women, unfortunately. They were just unfortunately were women. But remember, because he lives, he lived in your well. As you can see, he my didn't air calls. Wait, live somewhere live. in your neighborhood. Live. I used to see him driving around years before the election with a car, and it'd be like Eric. He had a sticker like Eric Adams for mayor on the side for years. He really wanted that job. He really yeah. wanted it, just like yeah. De Blasio really wanted it. So the ones who really, really they always get it because well, it's a shit job. It is. It's a shit job. Um. Anyway, yeah, hopefully that'll be, you know, I think the lawsuit will go through and there will be some restitution for these artists. Um, but, you know, there's always going to be somebody who can take advantage of somebody. And yeah. that's and the bigger and bigger, the more the business aspect of music business, you know, when you have corporations owning record companies, you know, that this is what happens, you know? And, and, and it's sometimes it comes from people you would really be surprised by. I just was having a conversation with someone the other day. There's an artist I know who's trapped on a label, who's not putting out the person's music um, because and not even giving them budgets because they, I don't know if they believe them, but they're not letting them out of the contract. And it's really, it's like, if you don't believe in this person, why are you trapping them in this situation? Right. It's like it doesn't make sense. Like Jill Jones, who who sang, you know, on Prince's early records, they were friends. He produced one of his, the best produced Prince albums for a breakout act to me is 1987's Jill Jones album. It is phenomenal. It's, called, it's self-titled from start to finish. I love that album. Um, great work. She recorded a second album for them that Warner Brothers never released. And they kept her on that label for seven years before she could... Leave, like like the full length of a contract without putting out any more music. And I never understand the idea that let people go and have their freedom. And if you didn't love their record and it was a hit, give it back to them. You you don't you didn't make any money. Give them their records. Because I have seen that happen. I've seen label, I've been at places where they've let people go. We don't really know what to do with you. You can have your record. You know, it's like it's so it it's an it's it's I've just seen so much shit. And I, I had a friend who just said to me the other day, she said, you should write a book that only can be published after you die. And I was like, no, I won't do it because it's telling too many other people's shit. And I don't believe in that. Prince Harry, take note. Um, but 
I've just seen some things where it's it really turned me off to the music industry. I'm like, wow, this is some low down shit that happens here. And people's lives, people who really had this big dream for themselves, it just seems to be okay to either lie to them outright, <laughs> shit on them. And you're right. Some of the stuff with, with the girls is just... It's like making people feel like they have to do and be certain ways to get out there. And, you know, it's just nuts. I don't like it. Yeah. I don't like it. I really, and I really grew to hate it. And I still love music and that passion is still there. But it's like, this is just, I, yeah, I'm not into it. Not into it anymore. Well, once you see how the sausage is made, you become a vegetarian. Right, right, right. That. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, we were going to talk about Nori, but that's just so stupid. And he's on his apology tour. I don't even want to deal with him. Only thing I can say can is, can I just that, say the funniest uh, thing about that? That he literally called himself when he Miss said, a, I was about to say, I, I, I know what you're going to say. The journalist, when yes. he called himself, I was like, what? what? <laughs> no, first he said, I failed as a black man. But you know, as a journalist, I was like, I was sir. Like, a journalist who said you didn't answer back as you were inebriated at one point. What journalist do you? I want to know, Amy. When you go on to interview somebody, are you sitting there being like, "Hand me another one of those bottles of Ripple so I can just well, not hit for it nothing. There are plenty of mainly male writers who would get fucked up with the artist. So let's not even mm-hmm. start about that. But when he said, "As a journalist," let the me tell thing. you something. I don't even call myself a journalist. I was like, "You are a podcast host. We're not journalists." He's not even a, okay. Let's just—he's a podcast host because somebody put a microphone in, on his in front of him and headphones on his head. He is a rapper who has managed have, to re, reinvent himself, and good for him. But I'm like, it's like that was the part that made me twist. There was a bunch that just made me twist my head this week, but that was the one line where I call. I was on the phone with Miguel. I was like, Miguel, but he just said right here. He called himself a journalist. He was like, what? I was like. As a journalist, I say, as a journalist, you wouldn't have put your personal opinion in it, but you absolutely would have said something back because that is, as a journalist, when somebody opens the door to something that is factually incorrect, everybody trying to come, him and his friend with this documentary about fentanyl, tell me the person who didn't. OD usually on the spot with the fentanyl, who didn't We're end up directly in hospital. Kanye yeah. It's like for you to sit back. So if you're a journalist, you would have handled that situation. You're assuming that okay, we're assuming first off that Noriega knows anything. Well, of he called well, he called himself a journalist. Once a you journalist. put once you put that out there, uh, then I'm like, are Listen, you fucking all Ted you need, All you are need you is an internet connection. Are you TJ Holmes? Are you Donald no. Don Lemon? Well, George Stephanopoulos is only a journalist because he got, I mean, he's not a journalist really either. Mm. I mean, he's not a, didn't go to, I mean, he's, well, what I'm saying is he's a journalist because he has a working internet connection. That's why he's a journalist. <laughs> but I was like, I mean, say which, look, the whole thing is just read. I did read something today. You probably knew this already. That Candace Owens' husband is a, is an investor in Parler. And Parler has been failing. And Candace, that's why Kanye is suddenly all into Parler. Because, because probably because here's the thing. They're all users. She's using him for what she needs because he right. gives her a different platform. He's just, I can't listen. People need, I love five minutes ago, everybody was like, he's got mental illness. And all of a sudden they're listening to him like he's Jesus. Who's like, no, seriously, who's there listening? are 
There are a bunch who? of people listening to him. But you who? said it to yourself. I'm sorry. Aren't you seeing people on your Facebook timeline who are saying things that are starting to upset you out loud? But they're not listening to him. But no, they that's are listening. Else. Listen, this conversation. They are listening, and that is why this conversation is trickling down. You can't. You can't take one from the other. And people are feeling free, and he's getting the platform. He's the topic of conversation. He says something. He gets to be on the news, the real news, the cable news, every blog, all across your Instagram feed, all across your TikTok. So people. People are listening and I'm going in and I see some of these comments, especially on TikTok, and it's really ridiculous. While you have a lot of people who are absolutely being like, this is the worst thing ever. You're having a lot of people right now who are feeling like, great, bigotry and anti-Semitism, they're chiming right on in. It's like, great, somebody's giving me the freedom now. No, here's where I can just say some really fucked up shit. I just think, though, I mean, when I met by they're not listening, is they're not taking him to, it to heart. What I do, except for the people that were always off, I think that, first off, he is mentally ill, but I know lots of mentally ill people, and they didn't start praising Hitler. They usually talk to Jesus. If anything, mentally ill people start ranting and raving about Jesus and spaceships. Um, the best way to deal with Kanye is to not give him oxygen. And that's the only way he's going to go away because he's like Trump and he's like Marjorie Taylor Greene and he's like a two-year-old who wants a new toy. If you just ignore them, eventually he take away his money, take away when he starts, like you said, when he starts losing endorsements, when his checkbook, you know, starts disappearing. That's the only way to deal with him because the fact that we, not us, because we respond to what we read, but the fact that he's on MSNBC and these new, that Chris Cuomo is wasting his time interviewing this guy. Don't interview him. Don't give him a platform. But we love all. it. That's what Americans love. Like you see now, when it used to be we an accident, somebody would call for help. Now when it's an accident, everybody pulls out their phones so they record right. and watch. We're in a watch culture. So people like to watch the car crash. They like to watch the accident. So to right. now... People are paying attention to the fact that he's saying really damaging things. They want to be halfway outraged. And quite frankly, the only reason... I don't want to talk about this anymore. Fuck him. This is dumb. I just wish he would go away. It's like, he, like he's like herpes. There's a medicine for it, but she never goes away. And I well, just wish he would go Kanye. away. The medicine for Kanye is that we don't talk about him anymore. Right. That's the medicine because there is nothing, honestly, and you know, I agree with you a hundred percent because we talk about this all. There is nothing to be done nothing. about him. Yeah, that's true. Nothing. Nothing. The only thing that will take him down is financial or, or something else. There is always going to be, there is always an idiot that will listen to another idiot. And there is a Def Jam needs to come out and shut him down if they really want to, but they clearly don't want no. to because there's money to be made off mm -hmm. him. Balenciaga needs to come out and shut, but they won't because there's money to be made. So as everybody, as long as everybody can make money off of the freak, they'll do it. Right? Mm -hmm. I mean, they'll do it. And he shows no sign of slime to end, and what he is saying is beyond the pale on every level beyond the pale and and i get very angry and i see people blaming his ex-wife this is nothing to do with her you know but that's the only thing it's like to not think about him and not we have the knicks coming up we have good things are happening in our lives Melian farmer's album comes Meelan out on farmer the 25th of november we're gonna set up a gofundme page for you so you can go see her <laughs> <laughs>
Because I don't know, honestly, as much as I love you, I don't know if it comes around next spring and you haven't gone to the show. I don't. It's going to be bad. It's going to be really bad. The bowl bad. of candy is going to be your entire room. Yeah. I'm going to look. It's going to be really it. terrible. As I it's sit here drinking bad. my sparkling water. Uh, no, it's going to be sparkling with something else if you know, we don't get you over there. So many things. So- we have to find, does she have an American anything label? No, no. Nothing. Nothing. She's also, no, I have access to tickets. Yeah. She was on, she's on Sony in France. She's on Sony France. That's right. not the issue. You know, oh, right. It's my you fear flying. of flying. I, I hate to fly and I hate to fly over water. That's why I've been to Europe in years and my friends in Europe are mad at me. Miguel's been mad that I never went. He was like, you have to get over this fear of flying okay. over water. Okay. I have a, I have a suggestion and a friend of mine recently did mm-hmm. it. He took a, a, a boat. Mm. He took a like a steer, and it was not that, and and it's like cost nothing a boat. But I'm Think also not it. that patient. I don't need to be like four or five days on some fucking boat. I'm like, listen, yeah, I- but a boat was sailors. <laughs> oh well, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> like they I were love, sailors. I, I do <laughs> declare that I do love the sea. <laughs> right, right. A boat with merchant marines. Oh, Think about it, or the I Coast Guard. Would, no, I would suddenly, like Courtney, Cor- yeah. you can see, but Courtney's little brain is going. Right, oh, suddenly, like, wait, wait a minute. <laughs> I do love saying. a boat, <laughs> and you do love semen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a, with an A. <laughs> <laughs> with an A. With an A. Who doesn't? No, a boat. Think about it. We have to get you there. Because mm-hmm. you're going to cry. It's going to be really sad. And I, and I, I can sing need... in my broken French. That's right. Enchanté. Well, they um, might throw you overboard. Right, so you, do wanna, mm-hmm. you do want to be careful. All right. What are you listening to other than? Well. Oh, no, wait. We have to talk about Joy Sims. Oh, my God. How can we oh. forget about that? And then we'll go into what we're listening to. The legendary to. Brooklyn singer of. A, Every, uh, a few all, classic uh, club R and B and dance moments. All in all, oh uh, man! Lifetime love come into my life. Walk away. Remember when I thought Joyce Sims was from the UK? Yes. <laughs> okay. You remember when I thought her name was Jocelyn Sims? <laughs> and you were like, Joyce Sims is from Brooklyn. I'm like, no, she's from the UK. No. <laughs> no, I thought I turned her into a Jocelyn. Is there a, a, a house singer yeah, named Jocelyn, Jocelyn Brown? Yes, very oh, thank famously. You, thank God. All very right, famously. I thought Jocelyn I was losing Brown. my shit. All right. No, Joyce, she, she had an illness. Uh, they didn't disclose what illness was 63. So rest in peace. The legend. Let me just no. tell you something. Coming to my life is still uh, the moment and became her signature song. It's her biggest hit. All in all, still turns the party to this day. Walk away. Lifetime love is uh, still fucking brilliant. All sounds like totally contemporary too. Mm-hmm. It has no uh, time stamp of when it no, I love Because it's song. right to the left of freestyle a little bit. Right. But it fits in that dance pocket of it could have been made at any time. Right. And the vocal, the vocal delivery, you know. Fantastic. No, she was very sad. I, I When I saw that she had passed, it's very, very sad. So rest in mm-hmm. peace to Joy Sims, who is good enough that she could have been from England, but we claim mm-hmm. her in New York City. Mm-hmm. So Where right. she's actually uh, from. <laughs> where she's actually from. But, you know, if you've been listening to the show for three years, we never let facts get in the way of No. Like, what's that? It's like, 
why like, why do I actually me? need to know what's happening? It's like this is what I mean, I, think. I know that it's right. I'm saying it wrong, but I'm saying what I'm saying wrong. is right. Yeah, <laughs> I think I think I'm right, and that's important. You know what I mean? I, I, let me talk about two. I don't know. I for some reason. Um, I think inspired by Hugo being here last week, I decided mm-hmm. to like tap into my inner whiteness. Mm-hmm. Um, listening to a lot of Mott the Hoople, who I always loved. I always loved Mott the Hoople. Um, People Only Know All the Young Dudes, which is a great song, but they are, mm-hmm. did lots more stuff besides that. Their second a second or third record, which had One of the Boys and Sweet Jane, cover Sweet Jane. Ian Hunter, great singer, great songwriter. Um, and then part of that group, went off to become bad company who are a guilty pleasure of mine. And I've been listening to McAlmond and Butler that they're so David McAlmond, the singer, David McAlmond, British group and Bernard Butler, who's the brother of the guy that was in suede. I forget his name. If you want to watch one of the best live performances, I think I've seen watch McAlmond and Butler doing yes on Jules Holland. It's just explosive. And Damon McAlmott's got, and his version of Misty Blue, I think I posted that. They're just a great, you know, it's one of those, um, you know, falsetto vocals, really passionate, really like hooky, but thrashy kind of guitar. So I've been listening to their debut record, The Sound of McAlmott and Butler in 1994. And I love Yes, that song. Yes, it's just one of my favorite songs from that era. So that's what I have been listening to. Courtney. Well, this weekend I've reason. been listening to <laughs> Dirt Film, the new album by Tuve Lu, which is uh is that how you pronounce it? It's Tuve Lu, yes. Thank you. <laughs> I've been Lu. saying Tove Lu. Tove Lu. <laughs> yeah, it's Tuve Tuve Lu. And her out it's listen, she's been making fierce music since like 2011, 20. You cannot fuck. There's something in the water in Sweden with those with their pop stars in these songs. Oh, I can tell you exactly what it is. I know what it is. It is a magic sauce. She's really, really good, and this album is great. Yeah, yeah. It's a lot of press on this record too. I've been reading a lot of stuff about it. Yeah, it's really, really good. And I'm listening to the return after decades of Betty Boo. Betty Boo has a new album called Boomerang that. It's surprisingly not terrible. So that's what I've been listening <laughs> is to. Is that all the weekend. ringing endorsement? No, because here's the thing. You think of Betty Boo, right? And it almost seemed like those records were novelty songs. And that was eighty that was in the late eighties, very early nineties. And she didn't put out a second album on Warner, like she was on like Sire. But she started producing, like she and her husband were one of the producers on the Ice T movie, The Art of Rap. They've been she's producing all oh, that stuff. Wow. Yeah. And that, right. And that kind of stuff for a lot okay. of years. Hello. And hadn't been making music in a decades. And she put this record out. And I actually really like it. It's a fun oh, record. Cool. And, and, and I was like, okay, this is the record I didn't know I needed in 2022. But a, okay, a Betty Boo record. All right. Sign me I'm up. Good. I'm going to tell you why Swedes are so good at the pop mm-hmm. stuff. Because I actually did a story about All right. First off, they grew up listening to British uh, radio. So they mm. sing, they, they know they can sing in English. And secondly, um, one of the reasons is traditional, this is true, traditional sort of Swedish music. Some of the folk music is mm-hmm. very kind of rhythmic. If you listen to like Stronger by Britney, it's got mm. this kind of traditional, so they're raised with very melodic music. Right. And they're Swedish and they're all good looking. 
except for the ones that aren't. Where's Robin? Come on, Robin. Come back. Come on, Robin. I need you to slide in at the end of the year and take us home. Because I feel like it's been a good year for albums and good mm-hmm. year for some music. R- Robin coming in or Rihanna well, or Rihanna. If Rihanna Robin, comes Robin, out. Robin, 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 Rihanna, Fenty comes in and slides oh in and takes God. us home. Yeah, but if I Robin, if Rihanna does drop new music, which it sure seems like she will, I think they will wait on a Robin because mm-hmm. there's the world is not big enough for two. It, mm. it, uh, I can't wait for the Rihanna record. I, I just think yeah. it's going to be. It's it, it can. Rumors it has to it. be good. It rumors has to be good. Rumors have it that her return to music is coming soon because she supposedly is going to have. Well, this is the rumor. A couple of songs on the black. Panther soundtrack. The Black Panthers. So that's what I read. That too. could be a good dip your toe in the water before you drop an album. So Black Panther comes out next month, November. right? November. Yeah, early November. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. Get get the music out before mm-hmm. Thanksgiving, the traditional music shopping mm-hmm. time. Oh no, I mean somebody there. I I honestly cannot say, and without hyperbole, that there is an artist currently, a current artist that people are waiting to hear from. As more much than as her, her. I, it's true. More than her, I mean, not even Beyonce, not even a rapper. It's her. People are waiting to hear from her because she has played this expertly. She just went away and did her thing and has stayed current. Oh, it's going to be, you know, as long like as I keep did. forgetting that Adele put out a record. Me too. <laughs> like I was talking to somebody the other day, and they're like in the Adele record. I was like, oh yeah, she did put out oh, a yeah. record, a record, and an Oprah <laughs> interview and a concert. That we did, and, and and the residency. I know they announced dates, but when does that happen? I feel like they still we still have it. It's happening soon. It's happening soon. I know. Yeah. It's kind of like what happened to that album. It was no, like I know she's okay. in love. She's in love. We'll see her a lot of courtside now. The know, NBA right. season is starting. Uh, right, right. We're going to see her courtside in outfits. In outfits. In outfits. <laughs> That's a you good know, thing about getting shitty seats. You don't have to worry about what you're wearing when you, you go like, to a game. You know, listen, like the kids oh, like listen, outfit. We need to work on Nick tickets. That's our next project. Listen, we Nick's people. Nick's people. Charlie, who I used to know, who used to work at the Knicks. Somebody. <laughs> somebody. <laughs> somebody. Nick City. Do I have to audition to be a Nick City dancer? Is that what it's coming to? Because nobody mean, wants to see that. Listen, oh, we could do the, let's get on, they have the older dances. Why don't you and I audition for that? And we can, if that'll that. get yeah. us some tickets and we'll get out there and do the old, and they do it to songs yeah. like, you know, can't touch Pump this. up and the we'll jam, you know like Tektronic. Yeah, we we'll, can dance to Tektronic. Exactly. Oh my God. Somebody, Nick tickets, please, please, please. Please, 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 please. please. I mean, come on. Uh, I mean, come on. We have t-shirts. We have hats. We have hats. We're ready to go. I'll sing at halftime. I'll do anything. I I promise I won't say that Latrell Sprewell was my favorite Nick. <laughs> <laughs> I promise. Okay, he choked somebody, but still. I mean, okay. Uh, you know what I'm saying? He One had a small coming. accident. And he quite had frankly, be nice to Charles Oakley because Charles Oakley is a oh, New yeah, York yeah, legend. Yeah, I know, I know. You don't get to treat Oakley like that. Yeah. You don't. Sorry, you just don't. No, no. All right, all right. All right, take us out because now I'm getting depressed and hungry. <laughs> so, everybody. They- <laughs> okay. <laughs> 
Okay, the fact that we crack our own selves up is just yeah. kind of like, it's yeah. really sad. It's Thank sad. you for listening on the Pantheon Podcast Network, where we are every week. You know Pantheon now has an app, so if you want us really close, download the app in the App Store, and that way you can find us super easy weekly. Mm-hmm. Pantheon also has a YouTube page, so if you want to play us on your computer in the background, you won't see us, but you'll actually hear us. It's probably and better that Pantheon way, don't you podcast. think? <laughs> Let it's me just tell better. you something. Unless I can look like Elizabeth Taylor in the White Diamonds commercial and how that would look today, we're not doing video. Yeah, no. I want to be fuzzy and glowing and look like yeah, I'm 12. No. The va- you want the Vaseline over <laughs> the, the full, lens. So honey, I want yeah. the full bottle of Vaseline when I'm like, yeah. yeah. the Vaseline over the ends, yeah. I'm with you on that. Yeah, totally. So, and thank you for listening to us in all the places. Deezer, Google, Amazon, Apple, Spotify, Pandora. We love you. Remember to leave a rating, tell a friend, share our show, leave a comment, comment on our Facebook page, and I'm going to let you finish all one word. See us on Instagram at I'm going to let you finish in Y. We're on Twitter at Finish Ima. We're on uh, TikTok at I'm going to let you finish podcast. We love you. We love talking to you, and we will see you next It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.